Alicia, you gotta stop moving around. All right, I'm just plugging in my phone. All right, no more movement. <laughs> Perfect. All right, here we go. Welcome in to a special edition of the Will You Accept This podcast. My name is DJ Everly. You're, I guess we're doing tri-hosts now, uh, uh, along with Pat Kern, that, that sarcastic laugh you heard there, Bridget Emmons-Lawrence. I supplanted everyone else, and I am here as an official host for once. Well, we'll see. Twice or the third time. A couple times. Yeah, it's a couple, two, three, as yeah. we say up in the screen. Up the line. <laughs> and then... If you don't hear the, the the background noise, that is Alicia Johnson, friend of the podcast. Alicia, how are you Yay. doing from Nashville, Tennessee? I'm good. You're good? I'm content not being called a, a host, unlike some people. Yeah, Pat made a big deal about it. Did I make a big deal about it? No, I actually made a big deal about it. And the only person who's still making a big deal about it is DJ. Well, because it's, it's a nice shtick we have going on uh, <laughs> this podcast. Yeah, it's worth noting that the only person who hasn't made a big deal about it is me. <laughs> well, I think you, in small cor- in dark corners, you've made the small corners and other corners. I don't Very know. small plug. I'm going to squash that. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we are here today. And on a Wednesday, which is a little different because we have unique circumstances this week, it's a special episode because not only was it the finale of Becca's season of The Bachelorette, which, if you listen to the very first episode, will you accept this podcast? You didn't even need to tune in on yeah, Monday. That's true. And then also was the season premiere of everyone's favorite show, Bachelor in Paradise. Very true. So I guess we, we'll we'll get the big thing out of the way. Uh, the finale. The finale. Can I just say that I don't think anyone needed to tune in no. to the finale. It was disgustingly drawn out, yep. boring, yep. and just from like the moment it started, it was very obvious that she was going to pick Garrett. Like, just once, painfully oh, obvious. Yeah. Once they, like Blake met his family, actually before that, when Blake's sister or when Becca's sister were like fell in love with Garrett. It was pretty clear. She fell in love with Garrett, but she also had um, had nice things to say about Blake. And I, so Pat, since yeah. you didn't watch it, right. the episode starts out with the guys meeting her family mm-hmm. now. Like she went to hometowns, she met their family now. Final two. Now the remaining Blake two. Garrett. Does meet. they do it together? No, no, no. Okay. no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. They just bring them together. That would be awesome. <laughs> I would have loved that cage um, fight. <laughs> but it, Garrett met her family first and it went exactly as you thought it Swimmingly. was going to go like she's so smitten mm-hmm. and like Aww. just like has the like little like lovey-dovey eyes and it's just annoying um and they seem to oh they love Garrett they seem to really like him he cried a lot and it he was did. just it was just not it was annoying why but, why was it why, what was it he just started talking about how much he loved her, her yeah like, right Pat's rolling his eyes but Alicia, I have a question for you, because you are yeah. the other female here. I don't like the way he keeps talking about his ex-wife. Like, am I alone in that? Like, I just feel like it's, I feel like we haven't gotten to the heart of, like, that issue. Um, I agree with you. I'm shocked that she hasn't, like, lit 
released the press release or something because he seems to blame her for the entire relationship, which is not how any relationship works. Like, you have to take, you know, the relationship ended. You had a role in that. But Mm -hmm. he's always pushing it off on her to make her sound like the worst person in the world that you decided to marry, though. Right. Right. And, like, I I don't know. It just, the whole thing just seems very off to me. And just the timeline, like, it, it the only lasting a is couple ridiculous. months. Yeah. yeah. Like, if there were issues, I feel like they would have been around before they got married if they were married right. for such a short amount of time. I don't know. Well, just... then, if you got divorced, that takes a while, too. So when, how long were they actually married and how long were they separated to, you know, right. get that divorce? Because right. that takes a while. Yeah. So maybe they were only actually married for, what, like a month? Perhaps. Yeah. And like I've, I've heard, as we both listened to the, the Ringer's Bachelor Party podcast, Alicia, we're big fans, but they've mentioned how her, her their wedding video is still surfing. Like, it's online. Like, you can find Garrett can really? and his ex-wife's wedding video. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's weird. That's just weird. Yeah. I'm shocked she hasn't said anything, because honestly, maybe I wouldn't go full-on, like, on a rampage, but I would probably release statement or something right. something yeah. to be like this was a mutual failure of a marriage right yeah right and I, I but i will say and this it became so so much clearer than when blake met her family not because they didn't like blake but because they started asking blake about his opinion of garrett i Aww. thought that was very weird right i yeah. felt however, terrible for the guy however there weird. was no there was something else that i thought that like maybe we just didn't one. maybe that we just didn't see through editing because maybe they did the same thing to Garrett they could a they could have done the they same thing to Garrett but B her sister brought this up and I feel like it was a throwaway she said that her that Becca and Blake seem like equals they mm-hmm. seem like they will be partners in a marriage yeah and they seem like that they will challenge each other right and that it doesn't seem that way with Garrett right I do remember that yeah and to That's me, an interesting perspective. To me, that speaks... Because Blake, would, when he was talking about Becca, was talking about finding a partner. Mm-hmm. Finding When Garrett talked to them about Becca, it was, I think she's going to be a great wife mm-hmm. and a great mother and like mm-hmm. all of this stuff. And Very I think her sister... And I think her sister picked up on it because I'm not saying that like Becca doesn't want to be a wife and a mother, but right. she's been a... Very fifty-fifty. She she's been a very independent person throughout yeah. this entire yeah, yeah. process, and has made it very clear that like she wants to continue to be an independent person yeah. in a marriage. So I don't think they were necessarily like asking Blake in a way that was like we just want to know more about him because we think he's going to win over. Uh, he seemed. You guys don't talk about her the same way. So like, is there something that okay. like? we should be concerned about like that was the vibe that i got from it okay still i, I, I felt I think terrible that's unfair to ask but that's unfair to ask blake that right um i felt first terrible of all, you're competing with him and then like he hmm? just knew it he knew it too he was like why he's like i don't want to talk about garrett that's the last thing i want to talk about and he's like after he gets sent home he's like i knew it right like, i think it was that moment that it clicked in which there's been a lot of parts where like I've had terrible feeling sorry for the guy because he's been so emotional and like you we don't like we and I wrote this in our my the recap that came out you know we obviously it's terrible the fact that his mother 
you know, cheated on his father with his basketball coach and English teacher. But, like, we don't see that play out. We also don't experience him going through, you know, school shooting. We're experiencing this with them as viewers. And I just, I was hard, I felt heartbroken for the guy. Yeah, it was, it was really, really hard to watch. Like, and I, I said this to Mikey, I always feel worse for the guys when it's the Bachelorette because they both have to go pick out an engagement mm-hmm. ring. Oh, that's messed up. Like, they both have yeah. to go pick out an engagement ring, and they both have to literally... He was basically proposing. Blake was basically proposing. a proposal, and he's in the middle of it. And he, she stops him. And she stops him. And it's just like... If I was in her position, I would have just, like, cut right to Chase right from the beginning and not even let him go into that, because he's putting himself through that. And he gets, he gets so thrown off, and he then he became... Emotional wreck, and he was sweating way too much. Well, it's, he was not sweating way too much. It was the Maldives. He had on a suit. Yes. Yeah. He sweated like any normal person would. I'm oh, I know. Hundred percent with Alicia on that. Oh like, no, I'm not saying. It, I'm just saying there was just a lot of sweating going on. It was a lot of sweat. As a person who sweats a lot, I just my heart went out to him. Yeah. Because there was no relief in sight. Um, <laughs> And it just, and then someone's dumping you. So throw on like flop sweat on top of, yeah. I'm in the middle of a tropical, you know, I'm on the beach and the sun is blazing. Yeah. Thankfully they gave him a towel at one point though. Did they really? <laughs> yeah. He was just. <laughs> so because you and I That's both so listened fun. to um, the Ringer podcast. I have not heard there's there out that came out. On okay. So there's a debate as to whether or not she should have let him. Um, go through that to let Blake go through. Oh, I don't think through. she should have. I don't think she. I think she should have said it right from the beginning, and not because that that's terrible to be stopped mid proposal. Yeah. Was awful because like I'm why because like us as viewers we know when he gets out of the van first. But it's, it's not. It's not. She's not the first person to do that. Oh no! Yeah, we didn't see it with Rachel, obviously, because Peter right, left, left. Yeah. the night before. No, no, no. Rachel said that she said she wanted. That's that was her call to make. Um, she, was was it she on? I know Nick Vale was on the podcast. Was oh, she on it too? Really? It was her call to make that she decided to say goodbye the night before because she didn't feel that it was right oh. to have him propose the day of. That is what she said on the podcast. Is that it was her decision? Oh. Now she regretted that decision for kind of selfish reasons, but I think any person would have said. Like, even if you just met him at the boat right? and just say, I love you, but, but to make him, you're looking his eyes and she can't hide it. Her eyes are just mm-hmm. dead as they oh, normally are. Oh, she looked yeah. at Blake. And he didn't realize it until he was about halfway through, finally looks up and is like, you're not receiving this as well as I hoped you would. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, let's like fast forward to the, the, the end of the episode where it's the interviews. And I know that was the part you were you were looking forward to. I yeah, with it was it was well, a painful. Thing. You want to talk about Garrett before Blake? Just go right. I don't. Yeah, it was a painful two hours, um, of just waiting for mm-hmm. the end of this because we yeah. knew it was going to happen. Um, just to they get engaged. Shocker. Um. <laughs> And the only reason I kept watching was I was like, I just want to see, I just want to see what they say. Mm -hmm. I just want to see what they have to say. And I wrote this in the recap because you were not happy with the way that Chris Harrison handled this. But at the end of the day, Chris Harrison is not a journalist. Right. So all he can do is be like, 
so how has how have things been for you guys like mm-hmm. since the engagement? Which is what he said. Instead of you want to talk about I'm your gonna, Instagram, I'm gonna lob it up, <laughs> yeah. and Garrett's just gonna spike it. And yeah. so Garrett had like basically just regurgitated like what he wrote on Instagram. I'm so I'm finding that I'm trying to find it on Instagram. I'm so sorry for the people that I offended. Like I didn't realize, you know, that a double tap or a like on Instagram could like you know, hurt people in some sort mm-hmm. of way. And it was just, it was stupid and it was dumb and he was like, oh, but she's fixing me. He didn't say, he, that wasn't a direct quote, that's just basically, it was like, oh, but don't worry, Becca's fixing yeah, me. Yeah, because that's what people want. And I was like, like oh my God. Fix her up. But it was just like, it, and they just left it at that. It didn't. Here we go. Do we want to hear the the, the Instagram quote? No, because it's no. months old. It doesn't matter. It is matter. months old. He did it on May 31st. Um, But to anybody who possibly didn't know the situation, it was not brought up what the content of the posts no. No, it was in question. Though. It was just this vague thing. And it it just, it left me with more questions because it's easy to say, um, you know, oh, well, I just, you know, it's, it's hard to grasp, like, the severity, like, when you're liking something on Instagram. You're an adult. No, right. it's not. Right. It mm-hmm. is absolutely mm-hmm. not a I think, hard thing. I think what he meant there was... I didn't realize that people could see what I liked. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So the question is, the question isn't about, did you learn your lesson about how you should be liking things on social media? It should be, do you understand how what you did right. is offensive mm-hmm. and hurtful? Mm-hmm. And do you carry those morals? Because those aren't the morals that Becca has displayed for the past right. two seasons, her season right. and Ari's season. Right. You know, she, and in public. And in public. She went to the Women's March. Yeah, yeah. She... So it's just like, it, we're just going to like gloss over this super offensive part of right. his personality right. and just act like it was a mistake. Yeah. 30-year-olds don't right. mistakenly like things on Instagram. Yeah. Like, that's not how... Like, and the crazy thing is, like, I, I, I haven't gotten the chance to see what their like talk show like the, the late night stuff that they've done and the daytime talk shows I still don't I didn't see much of it either I, I saw like clips he, though I of like Jimmy Kimmel did, uh, and Jimmy Kimmel didn't address Good Morning it America and yeah. talked about it again but I'm not sure yeah Jimmy I, I watched the clip of J- Jimmy Kimmel with him and he didn't address it at all but yeah Kimmel's not a reporter Kimmel's it's just, you would hope Kimmel that doesn't shy away from those sorts of things. I, I just hope that not, people bring this guy it's not like this is an issue with Donald Trump it's it's an issue with a franchise that, that signed Jimmy Kimmel's check. That's a fair point. I thought, I thought that if anything, I didn't expect Chris Harrison to address it much. I thought that, and I, I honestly didn't check, that Good Morning America would address it a little bit harder. You got Robin Roberts on there, you know. Mm-hmm. You got people right. more experienced dealing with more. But I don't know if they did. Obviously, since there were no headlines or anything, I don't think they I don't right. think they really did either because yeah. I, I looked and I didn't see anything. And yeah. I was like, ugh. But what makes me angry is that, and this happens a lot, is that people just apologize and they don't exactly know what they're apologizing for. And I think that is a fair question, Bridget, is like, mm-hmm. it's not the double tap, it's what you were endorsing. So do you have a problem with right. trans people? Do you have a problem with right. feminists? Like, you know what I mean? Right. No, and I think, and what bothered me, I think, the most about it was he just, he kept, instead of apologizing or making it clear, he just kept referencing his Instagram post. He's, the, the post... With the apologies, like you know, I just I stand by everything I wrote in that Instagram post, and you just go. It's like I don't know. It's it's different audiences that you're addressing, and he did drop the ball. It wasn't the worst thing in the world. He he could have been a lot worse, but it's still. 
ABC dropped the ball, man. They had yeah. months to have be ready to have an mm-hmm. uh, appropriate response to this. Right. He knew he was winning. They knew he was winning even before it aired. Right. So yeah. to and be they, ready, and, and they, they did nothing. Yeah, and like it's not like it's not like it's some, uh, you know, like surprise that right. he's gonna be on all of these talk shows right. and all right. of these newscasts mm-hmm. with her. Like that's all par for the course. So it's just like. Right. Who is helping him prepare for this? Because yeah. they didn't. You know do what? I wonder job. is if their family knew, if Brit, uh, if Becca's family knew about it. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder if she. I mean, I wonder because, like, by the time it all came out, I mean, this is. I think it had stopped. It had wrapped filming at that point. So I wonder. I wonder, like, people always say like you learn a lot in like the fantasy suites and things like that when you learn about the people. I just wonder how much she realized she was getting into. I don't know, and it was. I read, I don't know if it was the Washington Post or something, I read some some article, I don't think it was the Washington Post, um, it was some... <laughs> I was saying, this doesn't feel out. like, the Bachelor doesn't feel like no, the both, the New York Post. <laughs> no, both the Washington Post and the New York Times had, oh, really? had editorials on this, okay. but I just don't think that the one that I'm thinking of was from yeah. one of them. But that was just like ABC finally addressed that politics exist in the world of The Bachelor, but they also did a really bad job at it. Yeah. Like, and it's true. It's just like. It, and they wouldn't have to worry about it if they could vet people properly. Yes. It wouldn't even be a problem if you would just look at people's Instagram. I know you can't see likes, but my goodness, I don't know. There's a way that you can go and see what people have liked. You know? Is there? I think so. I mean, that's how this girl found it. Right. Well, if they were friends already, but I think if I um, became friends with you, like, today, I wouldn't see something that you may have um, liked two or three months ago. Oh, no, I I thought there was a... I I think I'm mixing it up with Twitter. Um, You can see likes on Twitter. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because I just looked at a random Instagrammer, and I could not see the things that they liked. Yeah, I don't think that you can. But anyway, so let's let's fast forward, I guess. I, I mean, I guess the one thing to take away from this is that Becca seems to be happy, and that's, I guess, what matters at the end of all this. Well, yeah, I was going to ask about that, because... She seems extremely that, happy. Weren't you saying that there were articles that suggested that she There was wasn't? one article that what did suggest, I forget where the publication was. Um, Here's the thing. You think it's a fake? Here's, you didn't buy it? It's not that I don't buy it. It's that they've been hiding for the past few months. Right. Because they have to. Yeah. They can't spoil the ending. I think any time that it's the end of the season, um, you're kind of in that, like, honeymoon, honeymoon stage. Because okay. Nick and Vanessa kind of looked happy. I guess. I guess. That didn't last. No, it did not last. Do you think this lasts? No, no. I don't. What's the success rate? Bachelorette is very successful. Well, I mean, in terms of, like, they'll get married or whatever, but I mean... How, how Bachelorette, it's like, it's really successful. Bachelor, not at all. Bachelor yeah. in Paradise, sort of. Yeah, but how many... Isn't it just one? Because Rachel's still engaged, and... A lot, a lot of them are all still engaged. A lot but, of them haven't... Yeah, a lot of them haven't set dates yet. Right. But, but they're all going per, back. Going like, back, they're all pretty much engaged. Five seasons, I think. They're all really? still with the people. Yeah. Aren't they? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because Caitlin and Sean are still mm-hmm. engaged. I think JoJo's still engaged. 
Rachel's still Rachel is. I know that for a fact. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That. I, she she, she yeah. shouldn't have chose Brian. It was I don't know. It was very disappointing. But uh, I guess I think we should talk about before we go to the Bachelor in Paradise, which is something more most great to talk about. Just thoughts on Blake for Bachelor? Is that? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. I like him better than Jason, I think, because Jason feels like he's politic. He's pol- He's like campaigning for it. it feels too much. Like I a agree, but I, I just, I hope We're that they can lighten Blake up a little bit. Then, like he's so heavy and so emotional and yeah. so It'd be entertaining. Like I just no, want to see him smile you know, be, and laugh. See, like the guy, he like tell five girls he loved her. And no, it's just it. it, it Alicia's right. It would come more. He he's not. He's a little too serious. But I'm not saying it's bored a with that real thing. quick. Like he he just he doesn't seem like he can kind of be laid back at all. So I don't know. Like I feel for the guy. Right. I think he deserves it after his heartbreak. But I I don't. I don't know. I I don't know if the I don't know if the person from that should be the Bachelor is from the season except. Do we want to roll it right into? We does anyone have any thoughts on Blake? Final thoughts on Blake? No. I don't have any final thoughts on Blake. Uh, Alicia, I wanted to ask you. Uh, so Rachel was on The Ringer this week. Mm-hmm. Did she talk at all about how she uh, felt about, um, like the way that they did the finale? She. So this is what she said. It was very interesting that she liked. The only reason why she she was sad of what happened to Blake, but she was happy for Becca because Becca got her moment. And when it was her season, everybody was more focused on um, her breakup with Peter and no one really cared about her or focused in on her happiness with Brian. Um, That's because no one liked Brian. Right. Right. (laughs) So she felt like that's, she felt like doing Peter a solid by not having him propose took away from her moment because they spent because it was more compelling to watch that breakup than to watch. Right. Um, so with proposal. Blake, you watch this really heartbreaking thing, but then she resets and immediately they focus on um, the proposal, which gets kind of equal um, airtime. So that's what she said that she felt bad for Blake, but that she was kind of jealous that um, Becca got her moment, which I felt like that's what drove Rachel the entire time. And look, I don't know, maybe she really likes Brian, but the reason why she didn't pick Peter, who was being completely reasonable with everything, is because she wasn't going to get that moment. Like, she wasn't going to get that. Right. I want somebody to put a ring on. And I worry if these bachelorettes are so, like, focused on that moment that they don't give a crap who's on their knees, essentially. Right. Um, But they want that moment. They want to be in a pretty dress with a camera crew and you know, being able to show your finger with the ring on. Um, I mean, why else would you go on if to exactly. not get that moment? Exactly. But that's what she was saying. Um, okay. And I just, it's its worrying. <laughs> it is yeah. interesting to hear their, because she's been on frequently this season, and it's interesting to hear how way she talked about Brian. And it seems like Brian's like a little bit of a loose cannon. Like, he's moving out, but he, like, he doesn't have a steady job yet, and like he's opening like, I don't know, like a massage parlor or a personal trainer. Well, like he's a, a chiropractor. Or, or he's a chiropractor. But like Sorry. he's like opening these things, like doing he does all these different diets and it seems like guy is very scattered. I don't know. I just I've never liked I never liked Brian. I didn't think it should have been Brian. 
I'm reading real. I thought it should have been Kenny from the beginning. My boy, who's back. Got no air time. <laughs> yeah, last night. Give it time. It was the first episode. I know. Even Jordan didn't know. But would time. you say, Bridget, that Peter, not Peter, that Garrett yeah. and Brian are kind of like the same person? Like they didn't seem very genuine throughout the entire process? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And they both won the first impression. Rose. Like at least uh, Caitlin's season was the first season of The Bachelorette that I watched. And she, that was when it was between Sean and Nick mm-hmm, before mm-hmm. Nick went on Bachelor in Paradise right. twice and then became The Bachelor. Right. Um, and like Nick w- was clearly like, I don't want to say the villain. Yeah, no, he was the villain of that season. Was that when he came in late? Because I know he came in yeah. Bachelorette twice. Yeah, came in late, that's yeah. when he came in late and he slept with her before the fantasy right. suites. Like it was a big mess. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, like Sean got really aggressive toward Nick. And, like, I thought that was a little problematic, but at the end of the day, it was because of how much he loved Caitlyn, mm-hmm. and he thought that Nick was using her to get his five minutes of fame, which is probably, probably true. true probably. Um, just seeing how that all folded out. But, like, yeah, these past couple of seasons, like, I feel like the guys that are ending ending up proposing just aren't as genuine yeah. as I thought Sean was, like, the fir- like, the first season that I watched. Like, it's just, it's been weird. I don't. I don't like it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's fast forward to who I think could be the next Bachelor. Joe no. the Grocer. Oh Jesus. I don't think that at all. You, I loved Joe last night. I no. Okay. I like so. Bachelorette is over. We're Bachelorette. Right. Going right into Bachelorette. We got to do it. Is anyone need any need? And we need final takes on the Bachelorette before no, we transition. I think. Off? I think we said it. Right Pat, any last said. questions? I know oh, you're on your phone a lot, so you clearly are interested I, in the podcast. I got nothing. <laughs> so, do you know how Bachelor in Paradise works? Really, not at all. Okay, it's great. I love it. It's the best season of them all. It it brings back like favorites from the past few seasons and some non favorites. The Bachelor right. and the Bachelorette. Um. Or okay, maybe not favorites, but, but people memorable who, people and some memorable duds. people who have caused a stir either and, on social and media and this is both or, men and women both men and, men and women. women they put them together so some sort of like bacchanalia orgy in, yes in that's exactly what okay. it is um, <laughs> so each week it alternates between who has is the rose who has the rose so who has the power so like there's an odd like there's a set number of women this week there's nine women and then there's ten guys but now there's eleven because Colton came late yeah right. so only nine nine couples will advance right and then Next week, they'll bring in more people. They'll bring in more girls. Right. The guys will have the roses, and it it's very, it's insane. Incredible. This is a lot of emotions. It's like, insane. It's dramatic. It sounds like the downfall of Western civilization. However, <sighs> some of the most successful Success. couples yeah. from this franchise have come out of this. Yes, I mean, I guess like it, it sounds like a high stress environment. Yeah, and yeah. Like, you know, and you're on a beach, it makes you stronger. Yeah. <laughs> It like two of them have babies. Yeah. Like it's oh my god. It's just planned. Yeah. No, oh, like they oh, got yeah. they got married. <laughs> fair got, question. That's a fair question. They they got engaged on Paradise. Yeah. They got married the next year yep. and now they have children. Oh. Um good for them. Yeah, like <laughs> it, it has I think that this has been like the most successful, yeah. like That's bizarre. I know. But it's just so dramatic. Yeah. Every week it's just it's it's like, insane. It sounds like just like the real world. But people get married at the end yeah, of it. Yeah, that's exactly what it's reason. like. It's great. If there was one version that you should watch, Bat, Bachelor in Paradise is the one. Oh, I'll get on that. That's that's how Mikey was. He watched 
the first season of Bachelor in Paradise that I watched, he watched it with me. Then he didn't watch anything until the next season. I basically then when watched, Nick yeah. Got but picked I, to be the Bachelor. He was like, "Oh, I kind of want to see that." But if I start watching, then I blow my whole shtick. Like, that's true. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> so anyway, so Joe the grocery. Joe the grocery. Oh he was nice. I think. First of all, I think he's beautiful. Yeah. Like he is a very attractive man. We're gonna Google this. Um, and he's. I've shown him to you before, but I. That doesn't mean he's anything nice to me. He's nice, and he seems very genuine. Yeah. He seems to want to find love. I do not think he can carry on a season of this franchise. <laughs> no. Well, can we just talk about his first conversation with Kendall? The weirdest, the weirdest conversation I have ever heard in my life. Well, you ready for this? She's weird. I know. She's weird. <laughs> we're, we're being told by our executive editor that uh, we're too, we're too loud. loud. And, it's because we're passionate. Specifically, that DJ needs to use his inside, inside voice. Which doesn't exist. Well, no. uh, Joe the Grocer is good looking. Right? <laughs> so here's so Kendall, who was on Ari's season, collects taxidermy and she plays the uh, ukulele. ukulele. And she's just sort weird. of weird. Goes, you know what I love to do? Picnics. He goes, Joe, you remember picnics? He's like, I am not really, but she's, she, then she's going, he goes, and you know where the best place to have picnics are? Cemeteries. Okay. And then, she, oh, and then she goes, wait, this wait. Is, and then she goes, have you ever seen a dead body, you know, in person? This is how you ask me out on a date. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it was amazing. It was absolutely, I loved it. It was I, hilarious. I was I like, it. what is going on? Like, it was this like, is the best thing wild. I've heard. It's insane. Like, I love it. Because, and like, the scary thing? Is that like you have to? Oh, be... it gets scarier. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> I just mean about the process is that you yeah. have to be outgoing. Like mm-hmm. you can't be reserved because it's not like it's just one person's attention that you're buying for. It's everybody. It's yeah. everybody. Unless your tea is just waiting for Cole. Oh, I can't stand her anymore. I like I never could stand her. I know, it started I know. on Ari season and it got. Worse There's a hard divide this. between me and you on this this one topic. She's here. the worst. She's not. She's just. She's just following her heart, and she's a little she's confused. Misunderstood. So she, she told she told Becca at the beginning of her season that she didn't have feelings for Colton and to pursue. Yeah, Colton. yeah. yeah. Then after hometowns is like, oh, I like Colton. Yeah. Then gets to paradise. He doesn't show up. She keeps waiting there. for him. She's waiting for him. People are like showing up, and he doesn't show up. And, and then ABC being ABC, the Bachelor producers are geniuses. the best people yeah. in the entire world. Tia gets the first date card. Colton's nowhere to be found. Hasn't showed so up. So she yet. has to go on a date with someone else. And she's like, I don't know who to pick. Like, I don't know what to do. She ends up picking Chris. A.K.A. the goose. The one from Becca's season who, like, had, had a meltdown, meltdown at the debate. Right. Yeah, that yes. one. Who now calls yes. himself the goose. The goose. He's a, he wants people to see his silly goose side. So oh. now it says, instead and of saying... This is the angry man, right? Yeah, the, yeah. yeah, the angry So now it's saying, instead of saying Chris from Becca's season, it says Chris underneath goose. Yeah. <laughs> Like, they just have a really fun time. I, I, oh, yeah. And like, I it's like a, David, former chicken. I have a rule, and it's that <laughs> never trust somebody with a self-given nickname. Right. Like, I agree with that. Well, then he's got the goose gang, but we'll get into that. But anyway, so she asked Chris to go on a date. Pump song. Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Yeah. Oh, my Her God. and Chris go on a date, and it goes really well. It does. And okay. she's like, I think that I'm ready to, like, leave mm. everything that happened with Colton in the past, like... I, like this might just be a sign. Like, but like, let's move on. They have a really yeah. good time. The next morning, who shows up? Colton shows up bum, with bum, a date bum. card. With a date card, of because the producers at ABC are geniuses. Yeah. yeah. 
He asks you on a date. But not, but before that, he literally talks like all the other women on the island and everyone gets upset. And then they finally go on a date together. And then they seem to have a good time. Yeah, because she's in love with him and she just won't admit it to anybody. Right. Like, it's just annoying. I'm just, I'm over it. Like, it's just. So then as this is developing, this date's happening, Chris, Jordan, the male model, and is it Venmo John? Not is as Ven- catchy as Joe the Grocer. No, not as. I don't think it's Venmo John. I, I forget who it was. Well, somebody, the two of them and somebody else yeah. want to go approach Colton when he gets back. They're like, oh, we've had enough of this. And then, and yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> That's what it is. And they're the Goose Gang. So at some point, someone someone calls them the Goose Gang. I don't know who. Oh, my car is done. My car's done. <laughs> just reject we're just gonna, that. Yeah, we're gonna, gonna we're gonna we're gonna minutes. ignore that. Send a voicemail. Could, uh, could you put them on a conference call? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like it's just it's. Uh, I don't like. I'm over it. Like I, I just, I, it's, it's the first episode, and I want both of I them just, to go home. I people really want Colton to go home. He seems like a nice guy. They just have this. They're just caught up in this thing. I, but see, I don't think that he seems he's like a nice, nice guy. guy because the, the other thing with it, <laughs> did you guys watch the same show? Like, he just, he just like. I'm a sap. I have fall. I, I like. I, you he know, just, he likes I get these Colton guys' corners because Colton's a football player. That's like, not that true. Is, it is absolutely true. That's but not true. Besides that, but the thing is, is that. All of the guys are upset because she said she had a really good time with Chris mm-hmm. and they were hanging out before Colton got there and then all of a sudden it was like, well, Colton asked me on a date, I'm going to go. <laughs> but all of the girls are upset because they think that he's playing tricks right. with Tia because... He's not upfront about what he really wants. But it's not only not being upfront, he walks down there, He she's not even the first person he says hello to. Right. And he goes and he talks to all of these other girls and then it's like, oh hey, do you want to go on this date? Like it was very weird. I didn't even, I didn't even realize he asked her on the date until I saw him fixing his hair in the mirror. Yeah, like it was just weird. But they all think that like he's just trying to like do what Dean did last season and string Tia along. Right. If nothing oh else, my God. Um, if nothing else works out. Right. So I just I don't trust him. Like she's annoying and I don't like her, but I don't trust him. Yeah. So. I'd much rather see Kendall and Joe the Grocer. That would be interesting to see what happens. Like, I'm down for it. Yeah. All right. Is there else any other uh, takes on Bachelor in Paradise? I've got nothing. I'm excited <laughs> to see what Joe the Grocer does and Kenny. See if Kenny gets some air time. And Jordan. What happened? Jordan hasn't gone off the handle yet, but he said some wait. great. He Give said some time. great phrases already. Oh yeah. What like. Some good ones, some there real gems, one, but I forget what they are. And I was like, are. that's definitely like DJ's favorite part. Of I forget episode. what they were. There were some real gems I was insane. just laughing. Um, oh, well, there was that. This place is like as beautiful as my face is or something like yeah. that. Oh, my God. He's a male model. Yeah, but he's great, Pat. Like, he's awesome. Yeah. He's not that attractive. He's not at all. He's hilarious Does sometimes. No. But I will say that my favorite part about... Um, this is seeing some of the guys that I really like from Becca's season like open up more. Mm-hmm. Like Venmo John, like he's yeah. a total nerd and I feel bad for him. But like it was so nice to see yeah. more of his no, personality. Like he was very shy yeah. on her season and now he's just, you know, even Will's out there. Wills come out. This is this is this is the Wills I've been waiting for. Inside voices. Like this. 
This is 110% the Wills that if he does not find love on Paradise deserves to be the Bachelor. If we get this version of Wills where he's outgoing, he even said himself, he's like, he rewatches like, I'm not, I don't, I don't speak like this. Yeah, like he was making fun of himself. Yeah. Like, like, he where recognized was that he was reserved yeah. on the show and that he's not going to do and, that. And Eric oh, stole the episode too. I love Eric. I know. I, he's Everyone another loves person Eric. that like, if he doesn't find love, yeah. should also be in consideration for The Bachelor because he is just, I love him. All right. Anyone else have any final takes uh, before we wrap up here? Well, I have. Well, I just have a quick question. Yeah. How, um, and it sounds like I'm setting up for a joke, but I'm not. Like, how long is this process? Like, is this as, is this a full season? or is They it do like it. It's gonna, starting next it's, week, it's going to be twice a week for like five weeks. I think. Oh. Yeah, it's technically, I think, the same amount of episodes. They do Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. Got it. So. So okay. we'll see. So how are we Monday, doing, Tuesday, next week. We'll have to do a Wednesday podcast. Again. Yeah, and just recap okay. the whole, whole week. The whole week. That makes sense. So. so. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us, Alicia. We appreciate it. I have a ball. So thanks for inviting me. Anytime. All right. This has been Will You Accept This Podcast. You can subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes. And I think we're on Android's apps. I wouldn't know because I'm an Android. Well, because all these apps, they get the podcast from the iTunes. So if we're on there, we're on the other Okay. There we go. And uh, theweekender.com, obviously. So we'll see you next week.